Hello and welcome to part two of the 2016 Canadian Internet Marketing Conference podcast. I'm your host, Rod Jans. The 2016 Canadian Internet Marketing Conference was brought to you by Marwick Internet Marketing and Jelly Marketing. In case you missed part one of this podcast, the 2016 Canadian Internet Marketing Conference took place on Thursday, April 14th and Friday, April 15th in Squamish, BC, Canada at the West Coast Railway Heritage Park. And as you're about to hear, there was an incredible lineup of speakers that included global industry leaders and world-class brands. This podcast is a mashup of all the great speakers at the conference. I spoke to each one of them as they came off stage And as you'll hear over and over again, I asked each one of them for a tip or something that they wanted us to remember after the event. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Scott Johnson with Warner Music Canada. Great. What was the subject of your talk this morning? It was building champions, um, marketing in a music landscape. Two weeks from now when people... Think about the conference. What's one takeaway that you would like them to remember from your talk? I think it's um, to dare to be different and to remember the purpose of why you or your business owner started your business. That message needs to be conveyed honestly and accurately uh, to your customers. Great. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Christina Clifford from WestJet. I work on the sponsorship and experiential marketing team. And my name's Angela Saklamakis, and I head up PR and broadcast for Disney Parks Canada. And what were you talking about today? We were talking about PR partnerships. And, of course, I've picked the best partner that I could personally want to work with, Christina here from WestJet. Oh, please. The favorite part of my job and the most magical part of my job is working with our friends at Disney. <laughs> Great. And do you have one takeaway you want people to remember, like two weeks from now when we post this, what's something you want people to remember about your talk this morning? Well, one of the things we mentioned today was making sure to partner with brands that share the same culture. So we find that at Disney and WestJet, that that's one of the things that we, our values kind of line up. And Angela has a great example of that. Well, yeah, corporate culture is so important. And in actual fact, we call our guests, guests. And we, so we call our guests, guests as well. So we don't say passengers at WestJet. We always say guests. So we're always welcoming people into our house. Like basically like you're coming to our house. Are there two Disney planes that you, that you guys have worked on together? There are. Yeah. There are. (laughs) There are. Yeah. So we, the first one is uh, the Sorcerer Mickey. So we call the magic plane. And the second plane is the uh, Disney, Disney frozen themed plane. So I'd imagine it had to be incredibly important that you guys were able to work together. Yeah, it was a big undertaking to launch two co-branded aircraft, but of course, our friends at WestJet just make it so much fun, and I have to say magical. Yeah, we had a blast. Good. I have to say my daughter's probably incredibly jealous that I'm talking to you guys. (laughs) She's a huge Disney fan. Is she? What's her favorite movie? Oh, I don't even know. She's like, she's just a massive fan, so. You're a little princess. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks for joining me today. Thank Thank you. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Tyler Douglas. I'm the uh, Chief Sales and Marketing Officer at Vision Critical. And what was the subject of your talk today? The future of market research, building authentic relationships with your customers. Great. And uh, so two weeks ago, two weeks from now when people listen back or check back with the website, what is something that you want them to remember from your talk? 
I think that the heart of what of what we deliver as marketers is ultimately the experience, not the products and services. And in order to deliver the best experience possible, we need to be building authentic brands and authentic engagements with our customers. And how is that a shift from the way we're treating people today, do you think? Well, I think today a lot of companies treat people as transactions, as a data point. And finding the face behind the data and humanizing the brand will be the way that companies succeed in the future in this age of the customer. And if people want to get in touch with you, where do they, where do they find you? Yeah, look me up uh, on LinkedIn or, certain, or feel free to send me an email directly at tyler.douglas at visioncritical.com. Great. Thanks for the time. Hi, my name is Janelle and I work at Blends Coffee and one of my biggest takeaways from the conference today was how great it was to be around people that had real problems and we got to talk about what actually is bothering us on our day-to-day -day business objectives and solutions and ways to, uh, ways to find answers to that. Great. And you had some good stories. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All real. All real, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Hi, I'm Isla Collins. I am the community manager for Yelp Vancouver. Um, we're at Yelp YVR on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, I think one of the, my biggest takeaways was certainly just being able to really connect with um, with local people who work in local businesses. And uh, that's really what Yelp is all about. And um, it was great to be able to to chat and hear how how everyone's experiences um, match up. And so I should just say we're here with a panel of four and they were talking about the hospitality industry. We've got some really powerful brands here and you are? Hi, I'm Rochelle Hariri, uh, the Digital Social Engagement Manager for McDonald's Canada. And I thought it was a really great panel. I think these ladies on the panel did a kick-ass job. And, you know, it's so nice to be in, in like, close to women that are really smart and working for great businesses and making a change. And I think one of my key takeaways is just when you're working in the digital space, always bring the value back to the business and how it's going to help the bottom line. And I think that's where you'll get the biggest support from C-suite, from different management levels, and just everyone across the business. If you can prove what you're doing is helping to move the needle, then you're set. Great. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm with Coast Hotels, um, and I lead marketing uh, for the brand. Um, and I thought the panel was fantastic. It was real people having conversations about real um, opportunities and challenges that happen in the digital space, but really tied back to strategy. So um, it was great. And you can prove you can kind of have fun when you're doing good marketing all at the same time. Do you have a tip for us? Yeah, I, I think be human and be real. Like, you know, for us, um, you know, because we have guesting in our hotels every day, put yourself in their shoes. And I think if you start from the point of view of the customer um, and work backwards, you're always going to end up with a good outcome. Yeah, authenticity and treating people as people has been a big theme of the conference <laughs> yeah. so far this morning, yeah. hasn't it? Well, I think we, I think we all are. Um, um, yeah. And we all go out there and we all have those experiences. We're all staying in the hotel or we're getting the coconut milk new fantastic <laughs> um, at Blends or some of the other panelists. So I think you have to kind of remember that and, uh, you know, never use yourself as a research market of one, but but always, like, be guided by the humanity and remembering that th those are people yeah. that uh, that are giving you that feedback. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Shannon Kelly from Yahoo Canada. And what's your one takeaway that you want people to remember from your talk? My one takeaway, if people don't remember anything else, is that when you're thinking about your content marketing strategy, to remember that first C of content marketing, which is the consumer for which your content is for. Great. And I liked your point. Your last point was on uh, thinking about the platform that you're on. There's some thinking about the rules that apply to the different platforms, hey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
you can't just kind of one size fits all when it comes to your digital strategy, particularly when it comes to your content strategy, because it's going to seem fake and it's going to seem forced. And we know that Canadians really value authenticity and um, a genuine experience. So it's not going to resonate well. But if you, on the flip side, cater your messaging to the platform and to the device that it's for, um, you'll see great success. And you work with Yahoo? Yes, so I'm in, uh, I work on the insights and research team at Yahoo Canada. So I support all of Canada um, with the help of some teammates in the US. And then I work on some key verticals in the, in the US as well. Great, well, thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, Katie Schaefer's here from Brand Live. Just got off the stage at CIMC. And uh, what was the subject of your, of your talk? Today I was talking about uh, events and event production and how events are such an integral part of a uh, bigger marketing strategy. And you work with, you create some pretty cool events, so maybe just a couple, just name drop a little bit. What are some of Sure, <laughs> you might know me from such events as uh, the Squamish Valley Music Festival, Honda Celebration of Light, Canada, Canada Day, Canada Place, uh, formerly Luxury Supercar Weekend, really runs the spectrum. Yeah, great. And uh, so... What's one takeaway that you want people to remember from your talk? Hard, yeah, hard to say one. I feel like I was up there, you know, shooting from the hip for 30 <laughs> minutes. But uh, I think the big, the big thing, the big takeaway for me is, um, you know, that, that events are really that core um, kind of live experience and a larger marketing strategy. And that, you know, they're an opportunity for people to connect face to face. And in this very sort of technical digital world that we're living in, that there's a huge opportunity there when you get people in a room face to face together or in an event, you know, event environment when you get them face to face together the types of things that you can make happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, during your talk, I was thinking one of the parts I've enjoyed about this event the most so far has been lunch. Yeah, you know, like the totally. networking that and goes yeah, on. You, you, like you hear, we hear that so often in sort of post-event surveys and feedback and that kind of thing is that when you give people opportunities to meet each other, mm -hmm. magic happens. So yeah. it's about how do you create what you need, what your deliverables are for a client or your own event uh, needs. You know, we want people to see the artists on stage. We want people to experience the exhibitor booths, those kinds of things. But then how do you create those moments for them to be sort of surprised and delighted? Mm -hmm. Good, thank you. Welcome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jeremy from Lumo Marketing. And you've been taking care of the email for the conference, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been sending for the last six months, we've been sending all of the emails out to uh, everyone at CAMC, so all the attendees, the speakers, the chambers of commerce, uh, and just really trying to drive engagement and get people to come out to CAMC. And you've been keeping track of the statistics along the way. Yes, yeah, exactly. We've been tweaking little things along the way and trying to see what works and what, what, what boosts our engagement, uh, what gets more people to click through and what, what gets more people to buy. So um, we found some really interesting statistics. Uh, top two I can give you. Uh, one is simply email segmentation. So many people, they send out email campaigns to a, to a blanket audience and they don't think, well, here's my clients, here's my customers, here's my leads. If you separate them into three different segments, uh, all of a sudden you're now writing completely different content to a very targeted group of people and your results will be significantly better by segmenting them out and thinking about them as individual groups as, a, as opposed to a homogenous whole, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then another little tip that, uh, that I threw in there just at the end of CIMC, um, I talked there, was if you add the person's um, recipient name in the subject line, you can have up to 30% increase in open rates, click-through rates, and a, and a massive decrease 
in unsubscribes mm -hmm. because all of a sudden it's personalized to the person. So people care about themselves. Add as much as that into the, into the email as you can and you'll do so much better. And you mentioned that that was based on a big study done in Europe. Yeah, or so that was based on a huge study done out, done out of Europe. Just recent results uh, in February 2016, they came out. They did an annual or a year-long study of about uh, 200 million emails sent across um, uh, email providers in England, Spain, France, Germany, uh, Switzerland, and Italy, I believe, is in there as well. And they came up with this being the number one thing that impacts email open rates mm. above everything else that they tried. So simply adding the name is just so valuable. Great. I'm going to try that. Awesome. Thanks, <laughs> man. Yeah. And how can people get in touch with you? Oh, man. They can reach me at jeremy at lumo.ca uh, or check out our website at lumo.ca as well. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, my name is Corey Vidal. And what's your one takeaway from the conversation that we just had, which was amazing, by the way. It was one of my favorites so far. It was great. Thanks. Um, I really enjoy that we're talking about um, what an influencer really means in terms of being more than just the immediate influence about those ongoing relationships that they have between brands, the, that ongoing relationship they have with their audience, mm -hmm. and how much that's worth. Um, you know, whether that is worth is impact or whether that worth is financially, how much it costs to work with that influencer and, and have them align with your brand and finding something that's like win-win for everybody. So just before I interview everyone, maybe you could just tell us what an influencer is. Like maybe not everybody knows how it, how it works. Like what do you get paid to, to do? <laughs> um, so uh, first and foremost, I'm a YouTuber. Uh, I've been making YouTube videos for 10 years and that's the... Bo uh, <clears throat> And that's the core and bulk of what I do. And so usually my influence, I, I hate that term, right. but that influence being used throughout my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I generally am using that to point back to some type of video, mm -hmm. or I maybe had a video that there was a contest and the contest was on Twitter, but it's usually somehow specifically content related, not just a single tweet here or there. Right. So you've developed a large followership over time and a brand might come to you and say, would you uh, send out some messages on our behalf kind of thing? Yeah, and, and then I would start by kind of re-educating them on, on what, is what is best for them, which I think is more than kind of this one hit wonder or this one day mm -hmm. hashtag to look at like a rollout and an ongoing campaign. And if we're making a video, should that be videos? And maybe one's on my channel and one's on your channel. And, and it goes from being, hey, can you be an influencer and tweet this hashtag once or link mm -hmm. to my event once to this ongoing, all right, we're going to be, you know, promoting for a month and we're going to be talking about this and we're putting up this photo and this video and we're using this this hashtag in this way and you're going to engage and interact with people. Um, and the, the return on investment on that, I find, is much, much higher. Mm -hmm. um, Versus, I think it's a mistake to test the waters with one tweet, see how that one tweet goes before deciding. Um, I just don't find that very effective. Great. Thank you. And Nadia, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Nadia Gillis. And what's your company? Uh, Bricks Media. And what do you guys do? Uh, we are a PR firm that uh, focuses on the influencer marketing space. Okay. And yeah. what was your takeaway from today? Um, I think it was really interesting that we're all on the same page in terms of we're, we're excited um, for brands to really understand the, the industry and 
likely the benefit there is that instead of going through the motions of educating the brands and getting them up to speed, um, it's going to be really exciting when we can just dive into campaign planning. Mm-hmm. That was a real, you made a real telltale statement there at the end that some of the brands that you've worked with recently, you've had to actually educate them on how how this all works. Yeah, definitely. I think some of the bigger corporate brands, um, maybe they they have bigger marketing teams and they're able to understand this space a little quicker. But we are based in Vancouver. We're working with big, big, bigger brands, yes, but a lot of startups as well. And so, yeah, that's a huge part of the conversation. Good. Thanks. Yeah. We'll just keep going around the room here. And you are? <laughs> uh, Rosara Joseph. Great. And what do you do? Uh, I work at VentureWeb, which is a digital agency here in Squamish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with mainly outdoor brands and uh, tourism. So tell me, I'm not familiar with this. Tell us about your athletic background. You said you're a pro cyclist? or? Yeah, I uh, spent lots of years pedaling a bike around the world. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your tip from today? <laughs> um, well, I learned a lot as well, definitely, from my um, very experienced panelists. Um, I think, for me, I would like to see, um, I guess, brands and the influencers themselves being very aware of um, creating an authentic message and encouraging diversity and for me, I'd really like to see influencers um, being able to use their their reach and their connection with people to not only promote brands, but I guess, you know, like broader issues which are important to them as well. And definitely um, in the, the area that I'm familiar with, um, outdoor world, um, there are some athletes that are doing a great job in, in raising awareness about um, issues like air pollution, Salt Lake City, and uh, trail and land access and that kind of thing. And for me, like, um, I know it's not so, um, I guess, brands, you know, like for them, they can't see the, the direct payoff, but I think it's it's an important thing and, and it does reflect well on brands as well um, if we're aware of these uh, broader social issues. Cool. You can tell this is a powerhouse panel. <laughs> and go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Emily, and I'm the director at the Sociable Society. Great. And what's your takeaway from today? So much. Um, I thought it was. A, we had a really great conversation. I thought the the conversation itself was just deep and engrossed in so many different aspects from all of our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that touched at the end that I wanted to sort of touch again, um, I think it was Jennifer mentioned about, um, you know, selecting the right influencer when you're looking at a campaign and it doesn't have to be the ones that have the hundreds of thousands of followers. It can be the smaller ones provided it's the niche audience that you want to reach. So it's understanding that audience, which goes along the theme of much of what the past couple of days have been about authenticity and engagement with that audience and then finding the right person to tell your story great yeah I like that too it's not you mentioned small businesses that mm. can have an influence or two we often think oh this is just the so coca-colas or the big br- major yeah. brands right it's not just the major brands is yeah. it yeah um, I'm Jennifer Powell I am the principal of Wisdom Canada which is a social influencer conference uh, and my biggest takeaway was the fact that I think what we need to remember is that there is some really core benefits to using influencers as a marketing tool uh, in ways that traditional media doesn't give you. So you have not only kind of the, the spread of the media message, but you get so much additional amplification. You get uh, long-term benefits from an SEO standpoint, from a conversation, two-way dialogue happening. So if I'm a brand advocate and I'm talking about a brand that I love, I'm going to mm-hmm. say a lot more than just a flat, you know, broadcast advertisement message. So I love the fact that influencer marketing is really a great way to create that social dialogue and conversation about a brand that you love. And mm-hmm. I love it about when you're talking about authenticity, right? It's really core that you're working with people who believe in the product already and they're not just jumping on board because they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. Yeah. No problem.
Yep. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Kristen Odger. I'm a senior account executive with Salesforce. Salesforce. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, lots of great statistics today. What's, what's one tip that you have for our audience? Um, it's really all about the customer experience and just employing a lot of, of common sense really in responding to the customer quickly and responding to them in the manner that you would want to be treated as a customer. So mm -hmm. making that your number one priority and you'll get in that top bracket of successful marketers. Yeah. I've sure seen this and you reinforced it there was just the power of social advertising now. It's really, it's, it's really come of age, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's really everything. I, I firmly believe that uh, all companies need to be on social. That's where the customers are. They're not only hanging out there, but they're looking for recommendations on companies. They're complaining and, and making inquiries there. So that's where they are. And that's also by default then where the, where the companies need to be. And so if people want to connect with you or with Salesforce, where should they go? Um, I personally am on Lucky Kristen, uh, Lucky underscore Kristen on Twitter. Okay. Um, I've got a blog called Crushing Glass. And I also, um, you can see me, actually, I, I think I've got my Salesforce information on Twitter and LinkedIn. Great. Crushing Glass, that's a great yeah. title. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Fab Dolan. I'm head of marketing for Google Canada. Excellent. And what's one takeaway from the conversation that you just had that uh, you'd like people to remember about today? Without a doubt, um, it's that every marketer needs to recognize the shift that's happened uh, from the desktop to the mobile device. Mm. And the key difference in the way that we need to go to market is to not only think about those sessions that we used to have on desktop devices where marketers really tried to think about what's the demographic that I'm trying to reach, what content should my content uh, or advertising be on, and instead use the smartphone for what it's really capable of, which is to know two things, context and intent. Context, they're on this kind of device at this time of day, at this location, at this time of year, and intent. They're searching for a restaurant near me. They're looking for uh, fuel-efficient cars. They're looking for jeans, whatever it might be, all yeah. of those things. Yeah. Um, and you have to not only change your media approach, but you have to change your creative to really deliver on those moments by being there and being useful. Mm. So when people are putting their ads together, they need to really think about uh, mobile, not just not the. Fa I think in the past we always just thought, oh, they're looking us up on our la on a yeah. laptop or their home computer, yeah. right? But now it's the phone, the, their the, mobile phone. The the one soundbite, if I could leave you with anything, would mm -hmm. be that if you're solving for a desktop experience, you're solving for 2008. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. it's all about the smartphone now. We've seen across every category that we've. Uh, that we look at in terms of Google, whether you know queries, uh, views on on YouTube, and so on, all of that user traffic now is coming more on mobile devices than it is on desktop devices. So if you pull out your phone as a marketer and you go and search for yourself, and you go to your website and you look at that experience and any part of that journey you dislike, that is the predominant way that someone is experiencing your brand. So that is the new storefront, mm -hmm. um, and you know we all want to have a good storefront. So. Right. Good. Thanks so much. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Nice okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Greg Plata, team lead of sponsorship and experiential marketing with WestJet. Um, Want to say thanks for coming out to, to hear me close things out here. Uh, it was a great week. Uh, learned a lot. Uh, something... Yeah, what's one takeaway? You showed us some great, I mean, you showed us the videos of those WestJet campaigns that I think everybody just loves. And uh, what's your role in those, in those campaigns? Everything from concept ideation through to execution and then amplification. 
Great. So you shared with us how you did all of that. And what's, uh, what's one key takeaway that you want people to remember from your talk today? We've heard a lot about today, but being authentic is, is truly the biggest piece and not losing sight of it along the way. Everyone starts out with the best intentions and their plans and their roadmaps as, as to being authentic, but authenticity seems to be the first piece or, or falls off along the way as you get more granular and looking into the details and ensuring you're meeting objectives or key messages. Um, authenticity seems to be the one piece that you know is first to fall off the table, so remaining true to your brand and being authentic to your brand um, is a huge piece in terms of not only remaining relevant without being redundant. Can we expect something special for Christmas this year from WestJet? It's the fifth year, so we're looking forward to, uh, to what we come up with as well. <laughs> Great, thank you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.